by Connor Nolan. Follow on Twitter at CMeds11 for picks and podcast drops. Download, subscribe, unsubscribe, subscribe again, give a rating. It's all very much appreciated. Ah, man, the tough season still continues, unfortunately, but uh, it's down a good 15 units or so. I mean, under 500 with the record. Um, But sorry about the last couple weeks. On the pod, Mike was a little messed up, recorded, and just didn't sound right. So found a found a new mic. So I think we're on the right track now. But uh, you know, we're in week twelve now, and it is brutal out there for me. Unfortunately, I'm trying my best, getting in there. All I could do is sticking to the strategy, listening to the algorithm, how it comes to me. But uh. Try to get you some better plays, but to recap, week 11, we started out with uh, Arkansas versus LSU, and that was down in Arkansas, and uh, they got quite a bit of the weather. It was pretty cold down there. The uh, ground crew tried melting the ice with water in the shade, so that just fucked up the field even more, but... Uh, I didn't know uh, Arkansas' starting quarterback was going to be out for that game, unfortunately. So they started their backup, and then they put in their third string because their backup couldn't do anything. I mean, he literally can't even throw the damn ball. He would literally just try to run the ball. And that's not going to work in the fucking SEC. People are going to eat that shit up, especially Brian Kelly. You're not going to run on him and try any fucking tricks. Got to open up the field and do something. But uh, overall, I mean... They still covered that three and a half. We won that one. LSU was kind of just in a different spot. They weren't able to score on Arkansas at all. Um, you know, Arkansas had that field goal opportunity to go up 6 nothing, and they ended up going for a fourth down. I mean, you got to take the points when you have your fucking backup in. And, you know, your team needs the points as long as they go. You need your, you're going to need your defense in this game. So every point counts. You see, it even comes down to a three-point game at the end there. I mean, LSU did look like the better team, but still, you just got to be smarter about things, honestly. Um, But, again, yeah, it was Jefferson that was out. But uh, I don't know what his status is for next week against Ole Miss, but got to definitely stay away from that one right now since it's still up in the air. Uh, But uh, one unit win, covered that three and a half. Next was uh, Clemson at... Or Louisville at Clemson, line was seven. Clemson covered that, 15. I mean, they pretty much uh, took control of that game. Ugalele, I mean, this guy's like, all right, he's not really playing anything outstanding like any Heisman-type uh, season or anything. Cunningham got hurt uh, halfway through the game, too, so that didn't help Louisville's cause. But uh, 
you know, Clemson also rushing for almost 250 yards. Uh, we'll definitely put them past that. I mean, that's just total control of the game. Time of possession was very good. Uh, but Clemson was definitely the better team and won that one as well. So going through the picks, I mean, 2-0 starting out then when things started to get a little dicey. Maryland plus 10 traveling to Penn State. Honestly, yeah, Maryland's offense looks so much better in the beginning of the year uh, with uh, T- Talig Viola as quarterback. But, I mean, they are just have been playing terrible on offense, and their defense is anything crazy. But, I mean, I just think – I just thought they'd be able to put up some type of points against these teams and stick with them. But it's just not the case. They're getting absolutely killed with Penn State and then Wisconsin last week. Wisconsin, I mean, that was just a terrible – Weather-wise game, but uh, lose this one, first loss of the day. Uh, Arizona State went over Washington State. I just liked Arizona State's backup. I thought he was better than uh, um, their starter. I mean, their starter uh, for the transfer from uh, Arizona State or from Florida um, just also runs the ball all the time. But this new guy was throw- can actually sling the ball. He looks good in some games. Uh, but he just came out flat or something. I don't know what happened. He just he could not throw the ball for anything. He looked absolute like absolute trash. But uh, I mean, I, the last two games they played, they were looking very good. I mean, they were getting shut out in the first half of the game against uh, Washington State and almost came back and covered. They only lost by half a point. They were down eighteen nothing at halftime. But uh, I mean, what are you gonna do with that one? Um, yeah, Jones, and then the backup was uh, uh, Bourget. And he was actually pretty good the last few games, but that's why he just didn't show up. And Washington State's defense is terrible, so says a little bit. Wasn't good. Lost that one. Washington went over to Oregon, covered that one, and won outright. Bo Nix banged up. Definitely did not help uh, Oregon's cause. Washington with Penix definitely can put up some points, so Oregon's defense sucks. So I wasn't surprised they were going to put up some numbers. It's going to be a high-scoring game. But uh, we got the win on that one as well. Game of the week, Texas. I mean, I cannot hit a game of the week now. Started out 6-1. and one. Now I'm 6-6 six and six after losing this one. Texas, I just love the spot they were in at home against TCU's defense. is absolute trash. And Ewers just choked one uh, on a big fat one this game. I mean, they couldn't do anything. How do you even... How you score 10 points against a team like that? I mean, Spencer Sanders has been hurt all fucking year. He put, like, 40 up on this team. Like, it's just unbelievable how terrible some of these guys show up to big games. I mean, Archie Manning's kids there. And, he, he I mean, he's watching this. He's probably just like, oh, man, this job's this job, there's not much of a contest anymore for this job. Because, I mean... How do you even show up to a game at home, prime time, against a team that's in the college football playoff, and you come like home like that when score 10 points? I mean, just absolutely terrible. You were throwing the ball 40 times. Also, like, I don't know how you're Texas, and you don't run the ball with literally the best running back in the nation would be John Robinson. You run it 12 times for fucking 30 yards. What the fuck are you doing? It's a one-score game the entire game. But lose that one, absolute dreadful, terrible coaching, terrible playing by Texas overall, just absolutely terrible all around. 
Wake Forest took on UNC, and I knew this was just going to be a battle back and forth. It really just came down to like the last few plays, which UNC took and took the lead and won outright. But uh, I mean, Wake Forest doesn't play in defense. It's just a straight shot back and forth against uh, these other teams. San Diego State and uh, San Jose State with the over. That was an easy cover almost in the first half, but both those teams scored outright. But uh, when um, one, two. four and four overall that week. So, I mean, just about 500 can't break out. I mean, unfortunately, so try better this week. Um, getting some better plays out. All right, now heading into the week 12 picks. Only a couple more weeks left for regular season, unfortunately, but, uh, Hey, it's been a hell of a season. I know it's a losing one so far, but uh, definitely enjoyed every single last bit of it. But uh, at 12 o'clock, TCU traveling with Baylor. I mean, this is a huge game for TCU. I mean, they're in the playoff. Nobody definitely ever expected this uh, then, but they're here now. They got to take advantage of it, see what they like. But TCU, I mean... You know, this is the game you got to win. And, you know, I bet against them last week because I thought Texas was in a huge spot for them. But Baylor just getting blown out last week, obviously looking ahead to this one. TCU winning last week, even though, you know, their defense plays well, even though they never do. But and then they, and they, they're coming into Baylor. Baylor, I, I don't think they're that good of a team. But, you know, I still think uh, TCU are pretenders. But... I'm I'm going Baylor here. I mean, just the spot they're in, I love it. I get TCU's um, offense has has been rolling. Sonny Dykes is pumped to be in the Big Twelve championship. I don't really care about that. I'd be caring about the playoff a little more. But uh, Baylor's definitely looking for some payback, trying to get them knock them off too from last year. But uh, Baylor's offense is still pretty good. Still 25th rushing yards, 57th in passing overall. I think they could uh, pull this one out, and I think they will. I'm going Baylor for uh, one unit plus two. Uh, next one is uh, Arizona taking on Wazoo. Wazoo's traveling down to Arizona. Arizona's plus four. And, uh, you know, again, I, I, I went against Washington State. Last week, because I thought they were in a bad spot. Maybe because they were home, they were playing well. But honestly, that backup quarterback didn't even show up. So if they started um, this the actual start, they probably would have won, even though he sucks too. But Arizona, they're in a good spot here too. I mean, plus four dogs at home against Wazoo, who's okay. I mean, they've shown spurts of being good. They also have sucked. Um, their home, sc- home record is definitely a lot better than their way. Plus, Arizona's quarterbacks, uh, Delora, who played at Washington State last year. So this guy's going to be looking for revenge. He's going to be looking to make a name for himself, showing his old team what he's made of. And, you know, it's a Pac-12 game. They're going to be up for this down in Tucson, and it's a day game, 11 a.m. over there. So, you know, it's not your everyday uh, Saturday for Washington State traveling down and waking up early to play down there. I think it's this is a huge opportunity for Arizona and I think they're going to cover that four points give me them for one unit actually we're going to make that a two unit play Arizona uh next game is uh East Carolina 
taking on Houston and East Carolina. I mean, this line jumps out at me a little bit. Favored by six points here. And, you know, it's, I don't know, not something you see every day. Uh, especially ECU and Houston. I mean, Houston was a good team last year. They're both six and four, so they're both bowl eligible. It's kind of just some bragging rights are getting into a better bowl at this point. But, uh, you know, I mean, East Carolina's going to have a tough time. I think there's just going to be a battle back and forth, to be honest, because ECU cannot defend the pass, and that's what Houston does well. But, you know, on the other end, either could Houston against ECU and ECU with Ayler, that's all they can do. So I kind of just like, I'm playing the line here. It's six points just doesn't make sense to me. So I'm up on East Carolina. I mean, they're at home. They play well there. I think they could take this one, and uh, it might be a shootout, but... You know, in that case, with the shootouts, you could see somebody just scoring at will, and then the other team's just playing catch-up and might not get to that. So I'm taking uh, East Carolina for uh, one unit, minus six. Next is uh, Temple, taking on Cincinnati at Temple, playing at the link, Temple, plus 17. You know, you just typically wouldn't touch this game, I mean... Temple, you just can't really trust too much. Cincinnati's not bad, but Bryant has not been playing well for Cincinnati, the quarterback. They have not blown out anybody. Their defense is good, but their offense is just mediocre. And this Temple team is actually not bad. They've been playing well. They could put up points. Uh, Warner's son looks good. Um, their defense uh, looks really good, too. And even 80% of the money's on them. Um, offensive offensively since he likes to pass the ball and Temple's very good against the pass their secondary has played well all year I mean they're a sneaky not bad team I'll give them that um they also could pass the ball real well I mean they're gonna have trouble with this uh Cincinnati team but at home 17 points in conference they're they're definitely feeling themselves a little bit they got this is like they're pretty much their Super Bowl coming up I mean they play East Carolina next but Taking on Cincinnati Bearcats, 8-2 at home. I think they could have a good game here, and I think they could keep this one close, especially cover that 17-point line. Uh, I'm going Temple here, plus 17 for one unit. Next is uh, Wyoming taking on uh, Boise State. Wyoming is uh, plus 14 underdogs at home and a nice little... Uh, Mountain West matchup. Um, I mean, I I wasn't high on Wyoming coming into the season. They lost a lot of guys to the transfer portal, but they've honestly played very well this year. I mean, seven and three. Mountain West is down this year, but I mean, still they they rose up to the occasion. I mean, after that first game against Illinois, they got absolutely dominated, but now they've pulled themselves up. They look good, and now they're going against Boise State, who. Has been playing pretty well. Um, you know, Bachmeyer's pulled. They have a new quarterback in there, but still their passing isn't that good. Wyoming plays some good defense. I think they could keep this one close. Uh, also, Wyoming going against a good defensive team in Boise. I just think this will be a little low scoring. I don't think Boise State's going to put up a ton of points. I don't think Wyoming is either. I think it's just going to be... A nice hard-fought battle. I think it will be within the two scores. And I just think plus 14 at home in Wyoming, too, playing at that elevation, cold weather. 
I like I like Wyoming in this one. I'm going with them for one unit plus fourteen. Uh, Oklahoma State against the Sooners, Bedlam plus seven and a half, and you know Spencer Sanders, I believe, is playing. I mean this this line just screams like he's not. Obviously, he's not a hundred percent, but Oklahoma has just been absolute trash all year. Um, Oklahoma State doesn't play a lick of defense, but you know what? Either does Oklahoma. So it's just going to be a a goddamn shootout probably um, in this matchup. I mean, I think Gundy's coming into play. He's pissed at Oklahoma. They're leaving. You're going to ruin a tough, you know, a great uh, rivalry. I mean, maybe they'll play this one at the last game of the year, you know, rivalry week, which would be cool to come back to. But, you know, Gundy's definitely pissed. He wants his revenge just like he got it against Texas. But he's going to be coming after this team. He wants this team. He wants this one. So does Sanders. Um they want to get this win and definitely uh, give uh, the Sooners a nice uh, parting gift. But, you know, seven points, too, is just a lot. I mean, the Sooners have been terrible. I mean, they cannot beat anybody in the Big 12. Lost to Baylor, lost to West Virginia. West Virginia fucking stinks. Now taking on Oklahoma uh, State. Uh, I just don't see it. I like Oklahoma State here. I'm taking them with the points plus seven and a half for one unit. Uh, you know, this UCLA game with UCLA versus USC, I do like UCLA, but honestly, I just feel like everybody's on UCLA, so it's scaring me. USC is good. Um, I don't know. Caleb Williams, I'm, I think I'm going to stay away from this game. I do want UCLA to win uh, just because I like their team this year. They're pretty good, and, you know, they've had a couple tough losses where – I think they should have. Uh, I mean, they're just their defense is terrible. Is pretty much what it comes down to, and they're just in a constant shootout with other teams, and it's going to be tough with USC uh, coming in. I mean, not not really a home field advantage or anything. They're right next to each other, but still, I could just see this being a good game. I think it's a toss up. But I think I'm going to stay away from now. Uh, UAB traveling over to LSU, plus fifteen and a half. And, you know, UAB, actually a sneaky good rushing team, top 10 in the nation. You know, I mean, you're going against an SEC team, and they obviously don't play this good of teams this late in the season, typically. But UAB is definitely wanting to sh- make a name for themselves, show something, so show some respect to these teams. And I, the defense, too, for UAB, I mean, they're 17th in the nation against uh, the pass. I mean, it's going to be, it might be a little tough for uh, Jaden Daniels to get going over there for LSU. I mean, you saw how they looked against that defense last week against the Hogs. Couldn't really do shit against them. You know, I'm expecting, kind of expecting the same thing here with uh, against UAB. Um, I mean, not shit, but, you know, I think they're going to have a little trouble, bit trouble uh, going on. I mean, it's nighttime, 8 o'clock game down in LSU. The crowd will be rocking, definitely, because LSU. So there's a chance at the SEC title game. So they're not definitely not going to take anybody lightly. But they might have a little mishap here. I mean, they might overlook UAB being that team because they do have Texas A&M at Texas A&M next week. So big look-ahead spot. I just think UAB is in a good spot here. I think that's a lot of points for a good team. Um, I'm taking UAB plus 15.5. Oregon taking on Utah. Oregon coming in minus two at Oregon um, in Eugene. Uh, 
you know, I don't know the status of Bo. Actually, I think Oregon's plus two now because the status is still up in the air with Bo Nix. One of the wide receivers from uh, their team was saying he he doesn't know the status yet, so you know everybody's freaking out. We don't. This is a problem with fucking NCAA too. You never know who's in, who's out. It's always like game time shit. <laughs> oh, excuse me, but uh, I don't know. I like Oregon here. Honestly, Utah's defense is not good. They're in a constant battle against um, back and forth teams, always relying on rising to get them out of the. Get them, get them come from behind. I mean, their rushing is pretty much their bread and butter. But Oregon's rushing defense is actually really good this year. Top 20 in the country. They've been playing well. I mean, everybody just throws on them. But Oregon's offense has just been stellar all year. And you're playing at Eugene, you know, even with the backup. I don't know. I think they show up for this game. They're still in contention. So is Utah. But honestly, I just don't think Utah's been playing well. I mean... They did have an extra. They did have a uh, great game against Stanford. Stanford's absolutely terrible. I mean, they've been putting up points, but going against the team has one of the. I mean, nobody really has a good defense in the Pac-12 besides uh, Oregon State, I guess. But I just think Oregon's going to show up for this game. I like them. Knicks might still play. We'll see. I'm definitely in if it's Knicks. It'll probably be my game of the week if Knicks does play. But uh, we'll wait to see. On Saturday, obviously, we'll post the picks on Twitter for you guys, but uh, that's actually going to do it. Again, tune into Twitter. I'll post them. Uh, you know, not doing too well this season, so who the hell wants to even, who knows if somebody's going to follow, but check out the picks. Maybe you'll like a few of them, agree with uh, my assessment on them, you know, and uh, stick with me. We'll get there. I mean, might not be this year, but definitely next um, you know, we still got a couple weeks. We got the Bulls, too, to make up for it. Try my best here. We'll try to get a little bit on a roll to end the season. Uh, go out on a high note. Bring in some momentum to the next season. But uh, I appreciate you guys listening. Um, tune into the picks. Tune into the game Saturday. Let's have a good Saturday. Um, and go are you. Thanks. Bye.